Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Bimbo News with your hosts, Allie Siegel, Melissa Stecky. Hello and welcome to Webcrawler's Bimbo News. I'm Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stetton. This is a podcast where we'll cover everything from viral news stories to pop culture to things that we watched on TV during the week. We have a Patreon. Our true crime episodes are now only available at patreon.com slash webcrawlers for $5 a month. This week, we have a totally crazy episode about a murder that's happening or that just happened by Samuel Haskell, a Los Angeles local Nepo baby, son of, well, Samuel Haskell Jr., son of Samuel Haskell, a uh, Hollywood agent of Dolly Parton, Ugh. George Clooney, or ex-agent Whoopi. of those people, Whoopi Goldberg. Um, Producer of... Christmas movie, Dolly Parton Christmas movies. Yeah. Dolly's not involved. Yeah, Dolly has nothing to do with this. She has Listen, nothing. She is an angel. Dolly is an alibi. She Christmas is movies. not involved. Yeah, uh, but this is a really crazy story. So if you're interested in our true crime, join. And also, we will be posting some uh, Patreon episodes from other podcasts that you might know and love. So if you would like some free Patreon episodes from other podcasts, and then you can decide if you want to join their Patreon, join ours and get access to those things. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to our podcasts, and call into our hotline and leave a voicemail if you would like to be on one of our mailbag episodes. Tell us what you had for Thanksgiving. Ooh. Let us know about a cult in your area that you are interested in. 
If you live in Oregon or Ashland, Oregon, and know anything about this twin Ray cult that I've been looking into, right? please call and let us know because I'm really curious about that. Or honestly, just tell us anything. The number is 626-63-42069. Nice. Melissa, who are our patrons this week? We have Sherry F., Brendan A., and Samira D. I like that you said those names like you were just learning how to read. I was trying to think <laughs> of famous people. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Sherry F. I, well, there's I a song, Sherry Baby. My Sherry Baby. No, Sherry. <laughs> oh, I- Oh, there's my, my sherry. sherry. You just mix my sherry more. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you just did a, a remix. Yeah. And then there's Sherry Baby. Sherry, Sherry Baby. I know that because my boyfriend's last name is Sherry. So I sing those songs to him sometimes. And he goes, no, Oh, that's thanks. how you pronounce it. Yeah. What do you think it was? Scary? Scary. It's S C H. Scary. Yeah. Adam everyone. Scary. Yeah. Everyone says Adam Scary, but it's Sherry. Um, oh, but he is huh. ter- he is terrifying. So is, watch out. Horrifying. Yeah, he's, t- he's horrifyingly handsome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a wooga. Oh, gog. So anyway, we got to make a clip of that and send it to him. He's going to be like, delete that. Um, all right, yeah, let's get into the news this week. Okay, some news. Uh, Derek Chauvin who was uh, charged with the murder of George Floyd, one of the Mm -hmm. cops. He's in prison. Uh, He was stabbed in prison. Yes. And not killed, though. Nope. This is from CNN. An incarcerated individual was assaulted at the Federal Correctional Institute in Tucson. Responding employees initiated life-saving measures for one incarcerated individual, and he was transferred to a hospital for treatment. No employees were injured during the incident. Does he have life? I forgot. He is serving two concurrent life sentences. At first, I was like, I I was upset he wasn't killed. But then I'm like, I think it's worse to have life in prison. So like, I'm glad that he it's definitely yes. Dying is terrible. But also it feels like when murders get arrested or something and they like kill themselves it's kind of like yeah right yeah i want him to i want him to serve his time that he uh deserves for the crime that he did another prison story oscar pistorius uh you may remember him as the guy he's a he was the sprinter he murdered his girlfriend i don't remember this story does that mean you I'm remember stupid? this no you don't remember Oscar Pistorius. He, I recognize the name, but I don't remember this. Story. He's in the Paralympics. He has both his legs amputated. Yeah, and he's like a amazing sprinter. I do love the Paralympics way more than the Olympics. But February fourteenth, Valentine's oh. Day, twenty thirteen, shot and killed his girlfriend, who was paralegal and model Riva Steenkamp. Oh Jesus! He claimed that he had mistaken her for an intruder hiding in the bathroom. He was arrested and charged with murder. But then the next trial, he was found not guilty of murder, but guilty of culpable homicide. And he received a five-year prison sentence for 
culpable homicide and a three-year suspended sentence for a separate reckless endangerment conviction. And then he was released on house arrest in 2015. The charge was overturned. Uh, But then in 2016, the judge extended his sentence to six years. And then they increased it to 15 years. Well, you could just keep changing a sentence. I, I guess you can just keep appealing. And then he's... Uh, he was slated to be released on parole January 5th. Interesting. So, like, did he do it or? <laughs> yes, he did do it. He claims that he, I don't, I don't remember the full story, but he claims that, like, he thought it was someone that was in the house and shot them. But, like, uh, I don't know. It, it didn't really check out. They had gotten to, like, an argument or something. It was. Oh, God. Well, that's weird. Watch out, I guess. On a positive note, though, lots of Dolly Parton talk today. Uh, did you watch this? I watched it. Dolly before. Uh, no, I saw some clips of it. Yeah, Dolly Parton performed at the halftime show of the football game on Thanksgiving. I don't even know who played, uh, but I was watching it because my brothers were watching it. And my dad. Uh, okay, so she looks amazing. Like she looked very slender. How old is she? Seventy-seven, I think. Damn. Either seventy-three or seventy-seven. Let's see. 77. Yeah. Um, Man, I saw her at the Hollywood Bowl. Me too. I saw that show. Oh, right. Yeah. Six years ago or something. Five, four years ago. What year was that? Oh, yeah. Because I was like, (laughs) I don't know. Because I was like, how long has it been COVID? Um, Yeah, Yeah. it was like five, six years ago. So that's okay. So that's the thing is I saw her at that show. And so she was like moving around. And she was vibrant. And... So at this halftime show, she was kind of like staying in one place. And then when she was moving, she was like holding on to the the backdrop. And I was like, is she okay? Like she looked kind of like fragile and frail a little bit. And I was kind of worried about her. I mean, I think she's amazing, but no one else on Twitter was like, she seemed a little off. So maybe it was just me and maybe I'm hypersensitive. But I did. And then I was like, okay, maybe she's wearing really high heels that she can't walk in. But I feel like she's always wearing high heels. So she always wears heels. That's kind of her thing. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm interested to hear what you guys think. Call in and let me know about what you thought. But I just noticed that she seemed low energy, not really moving a lot and was holding on to like the background a little bit for stability. Her husband is sick, though. So I didn't know if maybe she's like sad about that or. Oh, she dressed as a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Yeah, she looked bananas. She looks so good. I mean, her body at 77 is like better than my body now. It's really crazy how, I mean, 77. How old is Joe Biden? Like 80? I know, right? (laughs) Like, it's next level. I know. I, I, I can't even do what she does at 37. Um, no. Yeah, she's an incredible lady. She, I, I mean, she sang like Queen, like she did like Queen covers, which was kind of funny. Um, oh, really? Yeah, she's, she's really, I think she has a new album out right now. What did she sing for halftime? That's what she was doing. She was singing like Queen covers and stuff. Oh, yeah. All Queen covers. Uh, and some other stuff, but she has a new album. Oh. I think it's like oh, she rock, rock songs or something. Jolene, nine to five. Uh, we are the champions, and we will rock you. <laughs> That's an interesting yeah. set list. I know. 
the whole thing from was Jolene a little, to we will rock you the whole thing was a little off in my opinion guys and i'm oh. a huge fan huh so hmm. i don't know let us know what you guys think we're just con- you're just being a concerned i'm a concerned fan it's a concerned granddaughter of Dolly yeah concerned Parton. yeah speaking of I don't know. There's nothing related. There's, you know that three-year cruise we were talking about where people could live on the ship? Yeah. Well, it was officially canceled. Why? Two weeks before it was supposed to sail to Amsterdam. People just were... It was not getting booked up. I get that. <laughs> I totally understand that. Because it was $29,000 a year. Um, it would cover 130,000 miles, 37 ports, 135 countries. Uh, there's one woman, Kimberly Arizi, sold her apartment, furniture, clothes, and TV to pay for her retirement cruise. Oh my God, and then it got canceled? Two weeks. It was set to leave Amsterdam November 30th, and they canceled it. Holy fuck. Some passengers are still in Istanbul, where the ship was set to originally leave. November 1st before the departure location was changed to Amsterdam. So they had like they changed the departure location. This is like a scam. It seems like this yeah. is a scam. People are they they said they would issue refunds. Um, better. Some passengers said they didn't have a home to return to since yeah. they were expecting to be on the cruise for 3 years. They should sue for like damages. Yeah. So the company intended to buy the AID Aura ship, which was part of Carnival Corporation over the summer. The sale took longer than anticipated, and a different company bought the ship. But then on November 16th, the Life at Sea Cruises former CEO Kendra Holmes said she wasn't speaking on behalf of the cruises. She sent passengers a recorded 15-minute video explaining the journey was canceled. Uh, about two days later, Murray Cruz's owner admitted that the company couldn't afford the ship. Oh, my God. So they're not a big company to afford to pay 40 to $50 million for the ship. Uh, the company made a down payment, but investors declined to support us further due to unrest in the Middle East. One passenger said, I'm very sad, angry, and lost. I had the next three years of my life plan to live an yeah. extraordinary life. Now I have nothing I'm having a hard time moving forward. Um, I was proud and feeling brave. Now I don't trust anyone or anything. Oh, she's going for that that lawsuit. Oh, <laughs> emotional distress. Yes, I'd never be. I imagine I'd be in this position as a senior citizen. Dang, two weeks. Imagine like signing a lease for an apartment three years and then two weeks before they're like sorry i'm pissed on i like i think that's horrible i think that that's it seems to me like it's some sort of scam i i mean although i don't know what they would get on their end unless they're not given a full refund back or something but like probably like what was that investment scam pyramid scheme where they were just like trying to get people to pay for it and then they were going to use that money to pay for the shit but they just didn't have enough people sign up I would Fuck. assume, dude. That that I'm I mean, so twenty nine thousand dollars a year is. I mean, that's pretty. Because what's what's that a month? Like three less than three that's grand not, a month. That's not bad if you're like traveling the world. But I yeah, imagine it's like a two bedroom apartment, L A. Yeah, but what I imagine is that 
you get on that. Sh- even if they were to pay that, my uh, what I imagined is that that would that cruise would have been a disaster. I think it's a blessing yeah. in disguise that cruise didn't happen because I think there would have been no food. Oh, like God. no amenities. Like, I think it would have been a fucking disaster. In like the Sochi Olympics. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It would have been the fire fest of cruises had that actually gone yeah, off. Yeah, cheese sandwiches. Yeah, like no entertainment. Like it would have oh. really, it would have been like a, what was that? Triangle of sadness. Although that actually seemed nice <laughs> until everyone started barfing. In that oh, the scene. barfing. Yeah. Oh God, I, I couldn't actually get through after the, I had to turn it off after the barfing. Yeah, I had I, to like. I had to close my eyes. Yeah, it was just like it was so much barf. Oh, it was so gross. I like it was a great movie, but it was was, yeah. But I don't like barf. Um, Oh, that (laughs) that guy, that guy. I know, right? That guy is at a murder at the end. Is in murder at the end of the world. Oh, the guy who played the model is the guy in murder in the end of the world. Oh, that is correct. Yeah, I looked at his IMDb the other day because I was like, who is this guy? And uh, oh, it's him. yeah, I, I looked at it too, but I, I must have missed that because yeah. like, he looks familiar. Yeah, yeah that's, that's why I had to check it out. That's I, why like, I, I, always, I always check the IMDb. Guy. Yeah, and then I look How at old uh, is he? Is he married? Tri- yeah, and then I look is at trivia or other information and then I see if there's a girlfriend listed. <laughs> now if there is you're like oh forget you forever fuck yeah that i just like stop caring yeah (laughs) (laughs) i just never um, think of it again have you seen that the taste of london it's this these clips with matt berry you know who matt Uh, berry is i think i know the name but i don't know he he just did these funny clips where like women would walk he'd be walking down the street and like this woman was like oh it like was carrying like a fish tank and he's like, oh, can I help you with that? And she's like, oh, God, thank you. And he would be walking and he'd be like, so what are you doing today? He's like, she's like, oh, I'm just moving, going to my boyfriend's house. He's like, fuck you. And like drops the fish <laughs> tank and runs off. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm just going to go with my boy. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> That's so funny. Really um, funny. Well, what a segue. Perfect. Uh, speaking of relationships or non-relationships. Wow. Uh, a work potluck party at the San Pedro Taco Bell turned into a boozy bash with sex and vomiting. All the things that we love. This is what the lawsuit claims. This is from the LA Times. So a, a company Christmas potluck for employees of a San Pedro Taco Bell turned into a boozy bash with <laughs> this is okay with one wow. worker having sex with his wife in front of spectators and another <gasps> vomiting into a guacamole bowl. <laughs> Wait, and this was at a Taco Bell restaurant. A yeah. guy was having sex with this wife. <laughs> yeah, or I don't know if it's at the ta- at the restaurant, but these were the Taco oh. Bell employees at their Christmas party. Okay. So, uh, but I don't think it was at someone's house. Let's see. Okay, so the worker uh-huh. Alana Beshiam filed the lawsuit last week. She's spe- seeking unspecified damages. She reported it to HR Human Resources. The three coworkers who took part in the party were fired. She oh. says she was physically threatened and her car window was smashed. What? And she claims Taco Bell and the franchise owner did nothing to protect her against the threats. Wait, so it was at the... Wait, they know the paper covered the windows, which she found odd. Also covered up were cameras inside the outlet? Yeah, it's. I guess it did. 
The so alcohol, it was in the store. Yeah, it says the alcohol-fueled party took place on December 18, 2022 at the Taco Bell at 1031 South Gaffey Street in Sa- uh, San Pedro. Let's go. Yeah, I was going to say they should have a memorial plaque <laughs> there of or a statue of just people fornicating and barfing. Oh, my God. Around midnight, she claims the wheels came off the bus after she exited and was socializing outside for a short time. She walked back into the restaurant, witnessed a co-worker having sex with his wife in front of everyone. The oh wife was bent over and kissing both Ruiz and another co-worker. <laughs> Is that dude Eiffel Tower? Oh, my God. <laughs> that is... Oh, that's, that's too much fucked up like yes you need to sue that's a, that is an hr nightmare yeah that is that honestly is an hr nightmare that she went is back like, inside to get her guacamole bowl and, it was and ruiz and the woman adriana were barfing into it that how is this real wow wait so she was fired or no she complained to taco bell hr participants in the group sex action were fired but they started um, harassing her and they broke the windows of her car. Oh, for narking on them. Yeah. One female coworker allegedly texted her, baby girl, I want to break your face. I don't give a fuck about your car. A male coworker added some salsa to the insult. Who wrote this? Calling her a hoe and a slut. And she said the franchise owner did nothing and that she was being transferred. So That's they were like going to transfer her and she ended up quitting. I have to send you a really funny video to play. You know that guy, uh, I can't, I don't, Vinny Thomas. He does like the yes. funny like videos. He did a really funny uh, video about this. Yes, that guy is funny. Do I follow him? I always see his videos. I know. I only, it's funny. I only recently started following him because he always shows up in my feed and I always like it. And I'm like, oh, wait, I should actually just like follow him. Testifying at the Taco Bell party trial. Here we go when this event allegedly took place? Yes. And can you tell us a bit about what transpired? Mm-hmm. One of the managers put his wiener in a crunchy taco supreme. And tell us more about that. He was like, oh, yeah, you like that? You like that? Now who's supreme? I am the supreme. <laughs> and then the taco broke. And he was like, oh, no, I've got taco shards all over me. I've got taco shards all over my wiener. Oh, f- Oh, f- I'm covered in taco shards. Call 911. Call 911. I see. And is he in the room with us now? Can you point to yes, him? Yes, he's right over there. And what were you doing when all this happened? <laughs> I was just like hanging out. You weren't participating in any way? No. I, I was all business. Play the second one. Hi, it's me, Vinny Thomas. The guy from those little videos who's, I don't know, Indian, I guess. (laughs) And it's my pleasure today to speak on behalf of Taco Bell. You might have heard some crazy stuff about one of our franchises recently. I'm here to tell you that it's all true. And we don't feel bad about it. Here at Taco Bell, our philosophy is to live mas. And that means big in Spanish. (laughs) I mean, this is America. There's nothing wrong with getting your Baja blasted in front of your regional manager. (laughs) And if some girl who's having the time of her life throws up in your bland potluck guacamole, well, then I guess that's on you for not bringing a disposable bowl. (laughs) Ha ha ha. There's nothing wrong with being badass and having a good time. 
if you want to eat a tame little Mennonite dinner, then maybe you should drag your ass over to Chick-fil-A. But good luck getting one of their Amish sandwiches on a Sunday. Ha ha. We'll be here. Butt ass naked. Stuffing our faces with a cheesy roll up. Because we're what? Ludicrous. <laughs> so stupid. Stupid. Anyways. Sounds like, sounds like everyone had a great time. Honestly, yeah. So. <laughs> shame on. Yeah unrelated although i guess they probably could use this after the party there is something called the housekeeping olympics what which i had no idea was a thing yeah it's in las vegas uh really yeah and it's held at the mitchell michelob ultra arena at the mandalay bay Okay. Hosted by the Indoor Environmental Healthcare and Hospitality Association. And oh, wow. I guess it's like the housekeeping groups from all the hotels. Wait, there's like the picture is like a, an arena and someone's vacuuming. Like in yeah. the middle of the arena, there's like cones and stuff around. Yeah, there's all these different like things they have to do. There's there's different races. They where have beds. Yeah, that you have to make beds, uh, stuff pillowcases. Yeah, they put like trash on the floor, and you have to vacuum it real quick. Wow, there's a mop relay race. I mean, this looks fun. Yeah, uh, you 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 ride the floor buffer. The race was watched by clipboard carrying judges who assess time penalties for imperfect hospital corners and ill measured bedspread foldovers. Dang, it's bonkers. Yeah, I can't remember. Someone won. Who won? This isn't for money. This is for victory. Probably just to say, you probably get to say on your website, like, we have the cleanest hotel. This is the 33rd running. Uh, The 33rd running of the Housekeeping Olympics consisted of six events, bed bed making, a mop race, vacuuming, a buffer pad toss, a spirit dance, and the executive challenge where hospitality team bosses navigated a slalom course driving floor scrubbers. This looks fun as hell. Speed vacuuming. Uh, I kind of want to watch it. Yeah, I mean, there's like spectator people have vavuzelas. <laughs> what the fuck is a vavuzela? It's a vav- Did you Have you watched um, soccer games like World Cup? Where I yeah. think they banned them, but they're these long it's plastic things where people blow in them and they make like a bzzz, like a really loud noise. Oh my God. And I think they banned them like 10 years ago because they were so loud that no oh, one I could like, hear anything. Oh, here are the winners. The overall winner was the Bellagio. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the Spirit Award, Park MGM. You get a trophy. <laughs> Vacuum race, Aria, bed making, Bellagio, the mop race. I don't even Canadian healthcare solutions. Okay, <laughs> executive the race, glory Mandalay Bay. To take home trophies and other fantastic prizes. What are the fantastic prizes? I mean these these poor housekeepers in Vegas probably have to clean up the grossest stuff. Oh God, I can't imagine. Yeah, I mean, so I hope that they actually get some cash or some prizes. Do you, when you say hotels, do you leave tips for the Oh, of course. The workers? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I think it's crazy not to. Yeah. It seems crazy not to. Like I would Even just, at like all-inclusive places, I do. And I always, like I 
always clean up the hotel room but oh. i just feel so guilty like oh it's embarrassing like i put all the towels in the tub oh me clean too everything. i like fold stuff i make the bed i like throw the trash i put the trash like yeah. i yeah i like no because i can't make their job easier yeah for sure i can't even imagine well speaking of trash i was about to say speaking wow. of trash, uh p diddy uh-oh accused uh in a third lawsuit this mm. month of sexually assaulting a woman i guess a, a second and third lawsuit second and third yeah so it says singer aaron hall is also named in the lawsuit i don't know who that is who's that uh the woman identified as jane doe accused combs and hall of assaulting her and her friend in the 90s a woman named joy dickerson neal filed a lawsuit uh that alleges diddy drugged and sexually assaulted her when she was a syracuse university student in 1991 the filing states that the music executive took her to dinner at a restaurant and slipped a drug in her drink while she left to use the restroom jesus christ uh the lawsuit also alleges that when they left in a car she took a puff of a blunt under pressure from diddy he later allegedly brought her to a place he was staying to sexually assault her. Oh, God. Um, video recorded the act and showed the footage to many people. Oh, he recorded it and showed it to many people? What the, the fuck? Last-minute lawsuit, an example of how a well-intentioned law can be turned on its head, the Diddy spokes. Oh, shut up. It's like, because there's the, what is it? The statute of limitations oh, thing is up. That's why they're, they stupid. are coming out. Yeah. She alleges that he and R&B singer Aaron Hall assaulted her. Oh, Aaron Hall is an R&B singer. Yeah, I Googled. I didn't recognize any of his songs. Yeah. In 1990 or 91, the woman said that Days later, Diddy visited the home where she was staying and assaulted and choked her until she passed out. She stated that he was allegedly looking for the plaintiff's friend because he feared she would tell the girl he was with at the time. Oh, uh, might have been, spokesperson. When was he with J-Lo? When did Diddy and J-Lo date? Oh, that was... Was that early 2000, late 90s? They met in 1999, so I guess it wasn't then. Oh, I, thought it was, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. was it J-Lo? But I guess not. Ninety oh. nine. When they were working on the if you had my love and I gave you yeah. all my trust, would you me? Oh God! Well, what a piece of shit! What a piece of shit! Um, I hope he I hope he goes to jail because he seems like he's done a lot of shit. Yeah, what a piece stuff. of shit! Um, he was uh, we, I was driving yesterday and he was on the radio and I was like, did this radio station not get the memo or something? Like, it's weird when like you hear i don't really hear it anymore but like r kelly r kelly yeah that's what i said i literally was like are they gonna play r kelly next like what's happening yeah um, i feel like i heard r kelly like recently yeah on a radio and it's like i'm just, like it must can't be listen programmed or something um yeah well speaking of music did you see this weird ai song no what is this I, it's like okay so i don't even know what it is some company just did an ai person and then the song was totally made by ai the lyrics and the voice and it's is the it weirdest song yeah i sent it to you yeah anna indiana hi hello world i'm anna indiana and i'm an ai singer songwriter here's my first song betrayed by this <laughs> town was that name made by ai 
Yeah, the whole the name and the song. And I'm like, okay, this is so dark. Play the song. I sent Everything it to you. Everything from I'd- the key, tempo, chord progression, melody, notes, rhythm, lyrics in my image and singing is auto-generated. I hope you like it. My name's Anna Indiana, and I'm so excited to share my music with you. Oh, I hate this. Here's my first song, Betrayed by This Town. <laughs> As an AI singer-songwriter, everything from the key, tempo, chord progression, we get it. melody notes, rhythm, lyrics and my image and singing Anna's is not good at editing using ai she also does the wrong emphasis like on the wrong syllable a lot <laughs> oh yeah. sitting at my favorite cafe what? It sounds like auto tune. <laughs> this is this is crazy. Silent screams. It's down. It's so sad. Somebody, please help me. Betrayed by this town. Betrayed by this town. I'm like, she's gonna it's kill us, right? Speak English. Yeah. Let's tear it all down. Betrayed by this town, let's tear it all down. We've lost it all. Alone in the streets. Alone in the streets. What is happening? Someday things might turn around, I but this. I was lost and never found the truth in this town. Let's tear it all down. <laughs> We're all just destined to fall. It's Ally time. Yeah. Betrayed <laughs> by this town. I love that she's depressed. Let's I love the idea of a depressed AI. Down. Yeah. Huh? Lies are told. Good bridge. A facade of unity. Uh-huh. Our vitality sold. What? So I sit here <laughs> in silence, just wondering how to rewrite the tales. This town won't allow betrayed by this town. <laughs> also like it's like a threat sounds like a threat it sounds like someone who is doesn't speak english but they learned it phonetically yes a hundred percent a hundred percent wow it's so that weird is, that is bad what's crazy is that i've heard someone else made that an song AI in song. your dreams <laughs> This is weird. I had a dream about this song last yeah. night. People in my town were betraying me. But there was a song. I heard another one that was like 
some sort of rap song or something that was like really good, but it took like months to make. Like it was really. I'm sure someone did that in like five minutes. Yeah, it's not good. Betrayed by this time. I kind of want to learn it on like ukulele or something. Betrayed by. Yeah. What a fuck. That's awful. Yeah, it was really bad. Sitting in a cafe. 
I would yeah. watch it. Like, if what do you want? Fame? Like, what is it that you want? Because yeah, right. Just go to Bravo, and I'm sure they'd they'll have you. I I would for sh- I would watch a show about because he's so insane. Oh my god! Yeah, a hundred percent. And him and Marjorie Green, guys, get off, get off the get floor, off. and get yeah. onto Bravo. Is you what I have to say. More money. Yeah, doing YouTube's. E he's have said, a home renovating show or yeah. something. <laughs> Closet. <laughs> they just steal everyone's money. <laughs> yeah, or what was that show where there's like it was like so nineties, but or early two thousands. There was that girl Trading. and that guy. And they would do people, they would like dress people or redo their closets. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is it where they would do one room in a house? No, it wasn't clothes renovating. They would do people's, they would, oh no, they would like dress people. Those two dress people people? who would dress people show. Queer eye for the straight guy. What not to wear. Oh, yes. They should do that. Yes. (laughs) Revamp that with, (laughs) with him. George Santos said, you want to expel me? I'll wear it like a badge of honor. I'll be the sixth expelled member of Congress. He said Friday morning. Uh, His Democratic colleague across the aisle confirmed House plans for an expulsion vote when Congress reconvenes. Weirdo. The right thing for you to do is resign. They want to kick me out of a job. They didn't put me in. I'm not leaving. Come hell or high water, it's done when I say it's done. I wonder if he was at the Taco Bell orgy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's I not like going to get liked it. voted for again. No. What a, what a, he said he's not running for re-election because I don't want to work with a bunch of hypocrites. A bunch of I mean, he's got a point. Yeah. He's I mean, not the only one who's like spending campaign money illegally. Like for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's just doing it for in a fun, more yeah, fun he's way. Doing it <laughs> he's living his best life. Yeah, he's just being fun and flirty. Uh-huh. Um, speaking of fun and flirty, Brian oh, Johnson, God. that weird guy who's like. This fucking, I keep getting suggested articles about this guy and I don't know why. Uh, Maybe yeah. Because I keep clicking on him. That's probably I know, why. Seriously. Yeah, he's he's forced upon me. Uh, he's that guy who's like anti-aging and what does he do? He like gets blood transfusions of like young boys. Well, he started getting it from his son. Oh, it's so creepy. Um, he does. He spends like what? A couple million dollars a year on anti-aging stuff. Yeah. And he's like 50 or something. And he looks his age. Yeah. He a hundred percent looks his age. He looks like he is his age, but he can just afford to get like chemical peels. That's what he looks like. A hundred percent. Yeah, he looks like he's 46 years old. He looks like any 46 year old woman in Los Angeles. Like he just looks. <laughs> yeah, he's it's weird. His face is like very feminine looking. Yeah. I, and I don't even mean like he's a woman, but I mean, like he he looks like women in Los Angeles who take care of themselves and go get Botox and, and yes. facials and very peels. A lot of Botox. Yeah, I mean, he just, he doesn't look, like, he could do this without the blood transfusions and stuff. Yeah, like, his face looks like... Yeah. I, it's... I... Unless his, like, internal being is, like, he's, like, 13 or something. Like, I mean, like, unless his That's immune system That's what he system claims. Is... Oh, he's 46. He looks 46. But yeah. he... Yeah, he's claiming that like all of his tests and all of his blood work is that of like a 20 year old or something. 
he I mean, poses naked on social media. Yeah, he says he has he has the penis of an eighteen year old now or something. Ew. Which I don't even understand what that means. But I assume that means like his sperm. Yeah. But yeah, he started taking blood from his son. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh but he said he started doing it because he used to be suicidal and depressed. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. So that's he's finally said about his origin story, which is oh, insane. No. But it's so I don't know. Something about it is so funny to me. Like that arc of like, I'm depressed to I'm going to start taking my son's blood <laughs> is so intense. Like take a walk. Like you really went from zero to 60. <laughs> Johnson, who spends two million a year on a regimen that includes counting his nighttime erections in an effort to regain the organ functions of a teenager what? flaunted his chiseled physique in a Thanksgiving social media post. Well, what? listen, I'm glad you're not depressed anymore. He says death was my only wish for 10 years. Uh, okay. You know, whatever you have to do, but uh, what is he the CEO of? He claimed that he managed to reverse his biological age to the point where he has the heart of a 37-year-old, the skin of a 28-year-old, and the lung capacity and fitness of an 18-year-old. He Oh, he sold his payment processing for for Braintree Payment Solutions to eBay for $800 million in 2013. I guess he can afford to do all this shit. What does he eat, I wonder? He has a Let's team see. of 30 doctors who monitor his his brain, heart, bladder, kidneys, liver, lungs, penis, tendon, skin, hair, and <laughs> rectum. I want to be his rectum doctor. Who's his rectum doctor? Me. I'm Brian Johnson's rectum doctor. That's why he has I was a verified diet on Twitter. Of exactly 1,977 calories from vegan sources. High That's intensity exercises three days a week, intermittent fasting. Yeesh. Does he have like any fun though? Like, what does he do for fun? Oh yeah, here's him getting a, a BBL facial, like a facial thing. So he's just getting like a BBL okay, facial. BBL, like, hey, well, what is that? Because it's probably good. I thought that was Brazilian, but wait, but isn't that that thing I wanted? BBL facial. Isn't oh, that it's like a the permanent photo thing? rejuvenation? Oh. About fifteen minute. It's just a laser, I think. Broadband light s- lasers. I need, I need a laser treatment. My skin is oh, also known as IPL. Oh, okay, yeah, that's I've heard of Intense IPL. I haven't pulse light. I need a laser. It's been, it's been a couple of years. I've never had one. I need. You haven't had one. I've never had a laser, and I need oh, it. Oh, they're they're good. Yeah, my skin is like it. Fucking hurts. I, Even I after they put the, the numbing stuff on, but yeah, I need it. Pain's beauty, um, baby. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Uh, okay, well, unrelated. Uh, you know the Nicole Kidman AMC ads that we all know and love. Yes, I don't know yes. If those do those run like around the United States, or are those just an LA thing? Oh, where are where are AMC theaters? I think they're everywhere. Yeah. Right. Well, anyways, AMC has teamed with the brand Loungefly to make backpacks inspired by the AMC ad. Backpacks? 
I'll make it my background for a second. It looks like the outfit that she's wearing. It's like a backpack that's in the outfit she's wearing. It's crazy. What? That's so weird. Like, do I want one? No. Do I think it's funny? Yes. Here, I just made it my background. Oh, like the black striped. Yeah, and it says AMC (sighs) Theaters on it. That's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) What? How much is it? Uh, I think lounge five is cheap. It's probably cheap. It looks like a suit jacket. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. Belts. It doesn't say it, how much it is. It's like $900. No way. It's got, I think lounge fly isn't like expensive, is it? I don't Oh, I think you have to be an AMC Stubbs Premier member. Okay, you got a Trolls backpack. It's $79. That's crazy. So, so yeah, maybe this be... is like a 150 or 100 or something. Are you an A-list member? Me, no. It says, AMC isn't allowing anyone to buy the Kidman-inspired bag. You need to be a AMC Stubbs Premier or A-list member. You know who is, though? Patrick, I think. Patrick Fisak, I was going to say yeah. Patrick is. <laughs> so if you're an AMC Stubbs member, Patrick. will you buy us this backpack? We don't have the P.O. box anymore, but I'll send you an address. You can I'll murder me. I don't care. Address. <laughs> uh, crazy. Um, well, speaking of. You can do lounge it. <laughs> yeah, lounge. Yeah. Lounge wear. Yeah. There speaking you go. of lounge wear. So this woman went missing on a yoga retreat So the family of this woman, Nancy, who went missing in Guatemala last month, said they're grateful that the witness has spoken out, but they have more questions than answers. Uh, So she's 29, went missing last month while on a yoga retreat in Guatemala. Um, Her younger sister, Nikki, said her family isn't ruling out the possibility that she drowned in Lake Atitlan after an account from... A tit a titlon after an account from Christina Blaze, like a witness who spoke through an attorney. Um they said the client or his client had tried to warn Nancy of the lake's rough waters when they were out kayaking oh. right before she disappeared. Oh shit. Uh so yeah. So oh, they're the kayak they found the kayak. Oh, they did. In Blaze's account, Gardner said, Nancy ignored the warnings, got in the water, and pushed her kayak away Mm. from herself in the process. Blazin then said she attempted to help retrieve Nancy's kayak, and it was in those moments that Nancy disappeared. Oh, so she was trying to get her kayak. I don't, I, here, I'm, my, and and it says, Blazin kept one leg in her kayak and one leg in Nancy's kayak and tried to get back to her and got close to her. And then apparently Blazik lost the kayak again and she turned around to go back and got the kayak again. And when she turned around, um, Nancy was gone. Oh, so this witness saw her drown, right? Yeah, I mean, that's clearly what it seems unless uh, unless did this Blazik woman do something and she this is a story she's creating. Ah, that's odd. She was told she needed to talk to the police. She wouldn't give a full statement. Uh, they told her there's nothing that can be done. The, apparently, the lake is known for having people drown in it. I mean, it seems like she saw her. Yeah. 
but I guess they haven't found the body. But Blazik's account has prompted new questions from the family and resurfaced some they've had since the day of the accident. Nancy's a good swimmer. I don't understand how this could have happened. Was she struggling for a long time? Did Christina hear her scream or yell for help? What was the scope, the circumstances? Did she just disappear? Was there land nearby that she could have swam to? There, I guess the witness isn't giving any details. Weird. So that's a little strange. Yeah. Uh, huh. The family unsuccessfully attempted to connect with Blazek over emails, who's the witness. And yeah. Weird. I mean, Tana's up about this Blazek woman a little bit, but we'll see what happens. It's weird. Why isn't she coming forward just being like, yeah, she fell out of the boat and she drowned? I don't yeah. know. That's odd. Well. Very anyway, weird. hopefully something comes from that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so you guys know Andre 3000 of... Boy, do I. Outcast. He released an album. Um, it's all flute music. Interesting. How is it? You know, it's... Flute music. <laughs> it's flute music. Yeah. And it's... Because Andre 3000 hasn't put out an album since what since outcast broke up because big boys put out albums his albums are really good oh but i don't think andre 3000 has put out an album since he was in my brother's tv show oh right i already forgot the name of what the show was but he was in that show (laughs) dispatches from elsewhere yes thank you I watched it. Yeah, I didn't like it, but he was in that show. Yeah, so he put out an album, and it's people have been wanting him to put out an album for 20 years, and he's like, you know, careful what you wish for. Yeah, yeah, this is what I'm putting out. And uh, it's like, this one's for me. Yeah. So good, good for uh, he's always spotted with his flute. Like, I feel like he always has it on him at all times. Whenever people like have a selfie with him when they see him in public, I feel like he always has that flute. He he loves that flute, man. He loves that flute. You know what? uh, Great. I'll take it. Collab with Lizzo. They should have done a flute album together. Oh, they should go on flute tour together. That's a great idea. Yeah, I'm I'm manifesting that putting that into the universe. Uh, TV. TV. Speaking of Andre uh, 3000, you did you watch this? The, the Squid, Squid Game? Game game show? There's a lot of controversy over it. We're watching it and yeah. it's good. Yeah. But it but it's just feels weird because the show is based on people dying for money. And yeah, it's like, like capitalism and the people fake die in this. Oh, my God. That's like so when weird. the girl turning your head, red light, yeah. green light, people like they'll get shot and then they'll fall over and you're like come on like don't like people pretending to die oh have you heard about like the people who are on it who have like spoke out out about it no so a lot of the people uh who are are on it have said oh yeah so squid game contestants threaten legal actions over alleged uh uh, a personal injury firm says contestants uh, have suffered injuries. The firm claims injuries include nerve damage and oh. hypothermia. Uh, yeah, they said uh, poor safety standards on set. Anon- anonymous contestants have previously been quoted saying that uh, uh, filming took several hours in freezing winter conditions. It was like a war zone. People were getting carried out by medics, but we couldn't say anything. If you talk, then you're out. 
Someone said that like, uh, oh, the particular criticism you're talking about was centered around the filming of Red Light, Green Light. This was a big, complicated shoot and it was a cold day. It took a lot of time. Someone, I read somewhere that people were like passing out and like convulsing and stuff, but like you couldn't do anything because you were still playing the game and they were filming. So you would just like watch people pass out and they would get like wheeled out. In the TV show, it's only like, you know, 10 minutes of right starting stopping but if it took them all day to film that like people are just standing out there freezing like waiting for them to like shoot yeah. like that's this is a rolling stone article net netflix squid grain reality show was cruel and rigged says contestants oh, no four contestants vying for the series allege inhumane conditions and say a 38 second massacre earned it the nickname rigged game uh i think they said that like some people that they like had earbuds so that they could like hear the uh red light green light game or something and that like some people had like fake ones that didn't work and some people had real ones so that they like couldn't hear and so like it was like rigged in that way and stuff and that some contestants had plane tickets home before they even got there like they had like scheduled like arrival dates and leaving dates and then other others like didn't so they were like why do i have like a hard date that i'm leaving and like other people don't like that's just like weird because this isn't not like a spoiler but like it started with was it like 400 people or something and like i think maybe half of them got eliminated in the first red light green light thing yeah. And it was weird how they were eliminating people because, like, people were moving a little, but, like, some yeah. people would just, like, they had little things that exploded on their chest, like oh, a little bl- like paint, like red paint thing. And I was like, damn, a lot of people got eliminated for this, but they probably, like, planned it that way. The former players uh, claim that some contestants, several of whom were TikTok and Instagram influencers, appeared to be pre-selected to advance to the next round, no matter the outcome of the first game, and were fully mic'd up while a majority of the eliminated contestants had dummy microphones around their necks. One former player claims rules were bent to heighten the contestant's storyline, and another says they witnessed an eliminated player being put back into the game. So I don't know. I mean, like, I guess they're... I mean, it doesn't really seem that different from other reality shows. Uh, Oh, uh, but the former players say they were on set for nine hours and able to move for 30 minute stretches while some were losing feeling in their hands and feet. (laughs) No, where did they shoot this? Uh, People were beating themselves up, including myself, around the fact that you've got a girl convulsing and we've all stood there Mm. like statues. On what planet is that even humane obviously you would jump in and help that's what our human nature is for most of us but absolutely it's a social experiment it played on our morals and it's sick it's absolutely sick oh no cardington studios in bedford sounds british yeah so i don't know well (laughs) but good for you i watched it it. yeah Oh boy. Cool. Uh, Part of the problem. Yeah. You're watching a great show. The OA. Yeah. So I've never watched it before, but I I saw Murder at the End of the World and I was like, I really like this. I want to watch the OA. I finished it already. I love it. Season one and two? Yeah. Season one and two. Oh, wow. Yeah. I I already watched both of them. Yeah. It's Um, so good. And it's crazy that it didn't get a third season because it's so good insane i i wonder if 
with the success of murder at the end of the world if it is successful like if it will lead more people to watch the oa and then they'll end up bringing it back or something i read that they had like a five season plan for it because it certainly didn't end like it was over no 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 there was like a perfect ending where you're like oh great season three is gonna be about this and then not a great finale people were series finale when that got canceled i heard there was like hunger strikes and stuff like people were doing hunger, hunger strikes people were doing yeah. hunger strikes for the yeah, OA. hold on the oa hunger strike okay guys this is not that serious. i know oa fan on strike outside netflix and series <laughs> cancellation hunger strike day four yeah she <gasps> she wouldn't eat <laughs> i mean also good way to just fast you know? i know i was gonna say so yeah crazy i loved it what a great show it was it's really, so really good awesome. Yeah, so cool. I hope it comes back if it ever, if that's even a possibility. Can Martin yeah. bring it back? Is anyone I listening? I don't know. I mean, you, th- everything's possible. I'd like to have a meeting with Martin about it. Put that on the schedule. He loved it. He yeah. loved it. He's like, it's the best fucking best show. So good. Oh my God. So, so good. And I, I saw, God, I can't remember his name, but we've talked about it before. Who's who's the dance teacher here? It's like Ryan Huffington Sweat. Yes. Sweaty Sundays. Sweaty Sundays or whatever. He did the choreography. That's right. He did. Yeah. I saw Ryan that Huffing- on the credits. Huffington. Yeah. Ryan something. And that's where I broke my foot. Right. Yeah, and I was like, oh my God, I'm connected to this show. Personal connection. (laughs) Yeah, I felt really cool for a second. Uh, So anyways, if you guys haven't watched the OA or if you have, call in. And if you haven't watched it, watch it. It's so good. Oh, and I I believe, here's my personal belief. Uh I do. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The vaccine caused it. I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) I do think that there are like, multiple uh how do i put this there are like multiple versions of timelines like and i do think sure and i do sometimes think that dreams are just us like going to multiple versions of ourselves or like viewing multiple lives or something i don't know i do (laughs) i don't have a full grasp on what i believe yet i also do believe like in time travel but in the sense that like have you ever really vividly gone back to a time in your life where it's not like you're just like thinking about it it's almost like you're there for a second like you're fully like immersed in that moment in a dream no like in in a dream or in real life like sometimes like you can like deja vu not really like something that actually happened though in your past and like you're in the present now right. but you like are thinking about it and you like can feel yourself in that moment again yeah yeah i don't know if i'm explaining it correctly but anyways i believe i kind of believe the stuff that she's saying i mean not like i don't think we're angels like i don't believe that stuff but i do believe (laughs) in the multiple universe kind of idea thing timelines whatever anyways call in or whatever clearly Britt marling believes in that too i would like to talk to her about her belief systems i just think it's yeah she seems very cool i like she's she seems like like yeah she she, written by her starring her yeah created by her she seems so and she's like our age which is really i know 
I hate when I Google someone and they're like, my it's just going to keep getting worse from here. I know. I'm like, fuck. This At is first so it was depressing. like, oh, they're 20. Oh, God. I oh, know. they're 35. Well, that's cool. Whatever. Now it's like, yeah. fuck, they're 37. No. Uh, <laughs> I would much rather them be like a savant than my age. Like I'd much yeah. rather, I'd much rather someone be like 13 and a genius. Cause then I'm like, that's not relatable. But if they're right. my age, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm a loser. Like Paul Thomas Anderson directed Boogie Nights when he was like, I don't know, 23 or something. You're like, well, that's. Yeah, I'm like, that's not even just, fathomable. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, oh, you're doing this stuff at fuck. my age. And that means like I could could or should be doing it. Like, I know. Comparison is the j- thief of thief of joy. Joy. Compare and despair. Compare and despair. Yeah. Oh, that's another good hat. What are the two hat ideas I've had today? Slop. Slop. <laughs> Love me some down. slop. Compare and despair. Compare and despair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had a hero of the week. Yes. This is so cool. This is my dream also. Although I don't know if I want to go to every place in the world. So this woman, 79-year-old woman, tell me her name. Okay, Louisa Yu. She achieved her lifelong dream to visit every single country. What? She says, don't wait for anybody because if you wait, it will never happen. Love that. Independent queen. Uh, She visited all the countries in the world, 193 countries as of November 9th, 2023. Wow. Yeah, the last country is Serbia. Why did I think there'd be more? I thought there'd be like less. I don't even know. I think I was thinking continents. How well, many seven. countries are there? <laughs> I also spelled countries wrong. Oh, it says that there's 195. Two countries that are non-member observer states. Oh, so she didn't go to Israel. She didn't go to Israel or Palestine. The Holy See and the state of Palestine. Probably good choices not to go there right now. How old is she? 79? Wow. That's crazy. I mean, 193, if you do like... A three-year cruise? (laughs) If you do a three-year cruise. No, yeah, you can do that if you're doing like 12 a year, one one a month. Although like... That's insane. You go to Europe. You go to Europe, you bang all those out in a week. Yeah, I was going to say. So you like go to Europe. But you take the train. It's you're expensive, done. though. Yeah. How'd she get all this money to take the flights and stuff? Did she win the lottery? Yeah. What does this bitch do? Yeah. I mean, like, how is she She's born in the Philippines? She started in her 20s. So that's 50 years. Oh, and she's been to almost every state. Is she? There's a LinkedIn for a Louisa Yu, a travel specialist. <laughs> that's probably her. Well, if she is a travel special, yeah, okay, that's her. If it's from Miami, yeah. So if she's a travel agent or something, I'm sure she gets like free travel. That makes sense. Wow. She won the Nomad Mania Award last year for most positive traveler. Wow. Most positive traveler. I like that. Is she on Instagram? (laughs) Maybe she like gets sponsored travel. Uh oh, she Maybe is. Maybe she's like a travel in- influencer. Yep, Louisa underscore U fourteen. Damn, flying first class Heathrow. What the fuck? How does she do it? Must be not. I think that was just for her final country. Oh, you know what? Okay, so she's on a cruise here. I bet that a lot of it is cruises. Ye- yep, that's a good way to knock it out. Caribbean cruise, you go to all those islands, you you can even hit Honduras, you got Mexico, you got 
Yeah, and like you do a Mediterranean cruise. You hit, oh, yeah. You hit a bunch of countries. Like that's a good way to, oh, here she is like drinking two big glasses of wine. She's double fisting oh, yeah, wine. That's always, you always see like an old happy person and they're like, all I do is drink wine and eat bacon. Yeah. Good for her. That's our hero of the week. Yeah, here she is on a cruise ship. Yeah. Wow, and I love her selfie. Mm-hmm. Making friends with the Asmat tribes in New Guinea. And it's like her taking a selfie with like a bunch of, with a tribe in like traditional garb. Here's her last year doing like climbing. Yeah, this bitch. Dang. She's like way more active than I am. I'm so okay, jealous. Dolly Parton. Yeah, she's having the time of her life. She really is. Would she want to come on the pod? She has a lot of young friends. Ooh, ooh, volcano. I like that she's doing this alone, too. Like, she's like, don't wait for her. Yeah. I'm I'm single. I'm ready to mingle. I'm just going to go. I wonder if she's like one night stands on the cruises. That's what I want to ask her. That would be amazing. Yeah. Like, is she fucking on these cruises or what? Oh, yes. Oh, she is. Well. Well. That's it for this week. That's all. Here she is in Turkey. Wow, Rwanda, <laughs> India. Um, good for you, Louisa. You're <laughs> my you. inspiration to live a more adventurous life. Do one thing every day that scares you. Yes, Eleanor uh, Ro- Roosevelt. Roosevelt, I think. I actually don't know. Yes, that Eleanor Roosevelt. Siegel. Do one thing a day. That scares you. Um, like podcasting for <laughs> for three hours on a Sunday. All right. Well, I'm Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And that's all, folks. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.